podcast. Today, I am so excited. I have one of my favorite people on today's episode, Ali Shinaki. Say hello. What's up? Oh, so happy to have you. We we literally were just chatting before this episode and it's just like catching up after all this time. And I feel like we could just spend hours of just like catching up and to see where God is taking you and your ministry right now is just so exciting. So thank you so much for just taking the time to be on today's episode. If you don't know Allie, Allie wears so many different hats. We were just laughing about how many things you do. Um, She is a speaker for Jaywalkers Worship. She is a YouTuber, a social media influencer, which we'll dive kind of more into that term later. Um, she's the host of the Keep It Real podcast and the founder of her own women's ministry, Chosen and Free. And so the ministry aspect too, there's so much there and how you're using your platform and glorifying the Lord with quite a big social media following. If you haven't followed Allie or if you're not following her or her family, it's amazing to see how many people truly are supporting your ministry in your corner, showing up to these phenomenal conferences. And so I can't wait to hear more about that because what God is doing in and through your life and your ministry right now is amazing. So we're going to dive kind of into a conversation of all things life, love, and the Lord with Allie. And, you know, kind of tell me right now where you're at as far as ministry, kind of talk about chosen and free um, and your heart behind that. So, okay, there's like, honestly, like Michaela said, like, there's just so much going on in so many different directions. So honestly, our whole entire life has become ministry. It always has been. It's just kind of looked a little different. There's been different hats, different like areas God's kind of brought us into social media being one. But this year in particular, um, it started, I'd say probably August of last year, the Lord really called us as a group and as a family to step out more into the live events side. And we started Jaywalkers Worship last year in August. Our first song came out this January called Silence, which is crazy because so much has happened this year. I can't even believe that that (laughs) was- You're just like living a whirlwind right now. Like, yeah. Yes. Insane. And I'm still trying to learn how to be present, which is probably one of the biggest things God's been showing me is there's so much he's doing. I want to make sure I don't miss out on it because autopilot can rob so much of the joy from where he's taking you. Um, but yeah, so Jaywalkers Worship just hosted our first ever conference, which was such a God thing because number one, we're like newer to this space. We've always been like believers and Christians and supporters of everyone in this realm, but like we've never thrown a conference before. There's literally 10 of us. We're trying to run everything with 10 of us. And how are we going to promote still post for like our jobs, like do everything. And God just blew our minds and made it happen above. We could ask, think or imagine he brought in Maverick city and Jenny Allen just moved on the hearts of his people all over the world. And there really was no explanation. It was just incredible. But um, that's kind of one of the hats is Jaywalker's Worship. Mm-hmm. We have our EP coming out soon, hopefully the beginning of next year. And then Chosen and Free is my women's ministry that I like saying God's women's ministry because I really don't even think of mine. <laughs> I love it. still not mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I do it with some of my best friends, Tiffany, Carol. They're also part of Jaywalker's Worship and a couple other girls. And 
it's just been awesome. We really have a heart to, you know, I really struggled growing up with just connecting with girls and making friends. And even like if I had like a friend for a season, it just felt like I never really was included or like belonged or found my people. And I desired that so bad. And yeah. so just kind of coming out of that, the Lord really spoke to me about creating a hub where like everyone was included and where girls with like-minded faith could connect because that's also so rare is you have mm. friends, but you don't have like-minded friends that you can really grow with and that hold you accountable and aren't compromising. And so right. that's really what birth chosen and free is just that place where girls could come and hub. And we started doing in-person events last year too. So this year, we have an event coming up in December, a Christmas event, just because that's so fun. So and fun. Yeah, we're just growing that page, trying to expand what God's doing. And it's amazing. I mean, oh it, it is crazy. Like, it reminds me of the verse when you were saying, like, we've never run a, a conference before. It reminds me of the verse, like, I will boast even more gladly in my weaknesses because we know in my weakness, you are strong. You know, like, okay, yes, you may have never done a conference before, but you can go back and say everything about the Jaywalkers conference was God because you guys don't have like a bachelor's in event management, you know what I mean? Or a master's and all that. Like, this was literally your first time doing it. And truly God just wanted to bring those people together. And he utilized you guys in such a powerful way. And, um, you know, so much of your platform is on social media and kind of go into that. I mean, so many people came to this conference because of the way you guys were promoting it too, but you're very outspoken about your faith on social media, as well as your siblings. Um, this is actually a little side note before I get into this question. If people don't know this, Allie and I actually went on a mission trip. When did we go on a mission trip? I think it was in New York 10 years ago. 2014? Like, yeah. I don't even know. It was so long ago. I know. It was so long ago. So we've been doing missions, but then also we danced together, which is just the funniest thing ever that it all goes back to our dance studio in Claremont, Florida. Um, but anyways, I say those things because you've obviously been in ministry and doing it. So for you to utilize your social media platform for the Lord, I felt like was a very natural and organic thing for you. So kind of tell Tell us more about like, what does it look like being outspoken about your faith on social media? Like, was that a nerve wracking thing for you? And do you ever experience times where you're like, wow, I'm getting crazy backlash right now? <laughs> oh, yes. Especially yeah. like, honestly, recently, there have just been a couple of times where I just have to turn off, like turn off my comments, especially mm -hmm. like, like as believers, I'm just going to speak real. Like, totally. as believers, I believe that, like, obviously we stand for people, but with all of this conflict going on with, like, Israel and Palestine, I have so many Palestinian fans that I love and I adore, and, like, my heart is breaking for both sides and just for people, Yeah. but truthfully, like, there is such a bigger war going on in the spiritual realm when it comes to Israel and the bloodline of where our creator like literally came our, our savior literally came out of so as wow. christians i believe like we're supposed to stand for israel it's biblical it says i will bless those who bless israel that's the words of god and so um recently i've just been really speaking out about some of that stuff and i actually have a podcast that i filmed with a bishop um somebody that took us to israel coming mm -hmm. out and i've just been it's been hard to just discern like god what do i say what do i not say like mm -hmm. just because i can share doesn't mean i should so what are you trying to do and as i've been discerning all that there has been just a tremendous amount of backlash and people calling me names and it's not just this subject it's been since i really got on social media yeah. because when you're 
when you post anything, it this looks- world is so brutal. I'm literally sure brutal. I'm sure you stuff. Like, it's so brutal, especially TikTok. Don't even go on Snapchat, y'all. Like, that's not for our age. We'll leave that to like middle school, like honestly, because those kids are so brutal. But they really do you get hate too? Like all yes. of your- I mean, especially when I was Miss Florida, I got all kinds of DMs. Right now it's not nearly as bad, but I mean the people out there are just so they're just mean. Like it's so it's incredibly mean to say the things that they say to someone they don't even know. And then they just hide behind the screen because they can. But keep going because I'm like in agreement with all of it. <laughs> no, it's just it's so rough. Um, but kind of going back to what you were saying, so I really believe that the Lord prepared me for what he had in store for me before I was even on social media, before he even like kind of pointed me in that direction. Um, I talked a little bit about like growing up, how I really like didn't feel like I belonged. And that was really just a huge lie that the enemy had over me, Mm. that it took a lot of years to kind of just break free from and really discern um, I had a lot of comparison in my life that really just trapped me. And I feel so many girls mm-hmm. deal with that too. I'm sure you dealt with that being in the pageant realm. Like oh, crazy. I mean, comparison is one of those things. I We just spoke on it on, on a recent episode. I actually brought my parents on, which is funny because even my parents in, them. They're in their 40s and, and 50s. Is my favorite. She replies to all my stories and I like, I know that she will have my back. I love it. Yeah. If you don't personally know my mom, you need to. Also, she will tell you how it is. Like she offends a lot of people because she's a New Yorker and going back to like, <laughs> like when you stand for something, you're going to get backlash. Like she could care less about the backlash. She I just wants her. to make sure her point is across. <laughs> But I'm also obsessed with your mom too. So I'm glad that we mutually love our mothers um, and that they're just our best friends. But yeah, I mean, comparison, going back to what you were saying, I mean, you know, there's always that phrase, comparison's the thief of joy. But I feel like right now, what the enemy is doing with comparison is more than just robbing our joy and robbing our contentment. It's robbing our identity and it's robbing who God was supposed to make, who God has created us to be. And so, you know, we're living constantly being reminded of what other people are doing with their lives. And social media obviously is exacerbating that issue so much. But at the end of the day, Like if we're going to keep living like that, we're not ever going to step into the fullness that God has in store for us. And so um, kind of on that topic with comparison, like, do you ever, like, how do you, when going down kind of that downward spiral on Instagram of like, okay, Mm -hmm. constantly reminded of like someone's doing better, someone has more followers, someone is more successful. Like, how do you keep those parameters in your life when you're like, it's time that I need to either get off or whatever it may be. Like, how do you, how do you have that healthy, healthy relationship with it? Yeah. So like, honestly, where I'm at right now, I don't even look Mm -hmm. um, at social media at all. And it really has moved from maybe before in my life when I couldn't scroll because I would compare myself. Now it's just, I can't scroll because it distracts me so much from running my own race that I'm not even going to open that door. Because the truth is about comparison, I had to learn this in my own life, is comparison, a root of it is really envy and jealousy. And if you really begin to pick apart why you're feeling those ways, it's because it shows the areas in your life that you don't trust God. 
Because mm-hmm. I'm looking at your life and I'm like, oh my gosh, Bakila's married and she's doing this incredible <laughs> podcast. She's this great women's ministry. And like, I'm comparing myself to you. I'm not good enough. Like it's pride. That's also a root of pride. It's like, I'm not good enough, blah, 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 blah. But it's also like a root of jealousy. And why am I jealous? Because I don't trust what God has for me, that it's going right. to satisfy me as much, that it's going to be as great as what he has for you. And that's where, like, I believe the enemy tries to get you off course. Yeah. And so I don't even open that door in my life anymore. Good. And that's I've literally good. had to learn. Um, I've had to learn. This was a hard thing for me to learn is number one, it's okay mm-hmm. to not be the best at things. Mm-hmm. Like when, when I did deal with comparison growing up, I felt like I had to always prove myself. And if I wasn't the best, it meant I was a failure. And when I learned, I don't have to be the best at everything. I just have to push myself and be the best that I can be. That freed me from so much. And when I learned that God has room to use everyone in their own unique way and that someone else's success does not hinder mine. So good. I could celebrate other people. Mm -hmm. And that was probably the biggest lesson that I ever learned. Yes. I love what you said that their success doesn't hinder yours. Plus when you're celebrating your friends and maybe not even your friends, maybe it's someone random that you're following on Instagram and they get engaged before you, or they get their dream job before you. And you're like, you know what? Good for them because how you celebrate them in private is so much more important than how you celebrate them in public. You know, because if you're, if you're seeing that though, and you're like, fake celebrating at their engagement party or whatever. And you're like, I'm so happy for you. But behind the scenes, you're like, I can't believe she's engaged before me. You know, like something like that, then like, that's going to be a reflection of your true heart and your motives. But when you are like, you know what, let me get my heart in check. Like, I'm so happy, like genuinely good for them. Like that says a lot about your character and about your heart. So I love that you mentioned that because just the word celebrating when it comes to like, like we need to replace like comparison with celebrating, you know, like go for the C's. Place the C's. I'm always about an alliteration. Right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, thank you for sharing your heart with that. Do you feel like, so kind of going into a different topic here, obviously comparison is something that us women, especially like Gen Zers, people on social media struggle with the most. Do you think there's another thing that girls struggle with the most that are your that it like are your age and what would that be? Another thing that girls our age struggle with, I think honestly a huge one, and it's it kind of goes back to what I was saying before, is just feeling that sense of belonging. Mm-hmm. There's so many of us, I believe, that there's actually two, and they're complete opposites, but both equal. There's yeah. either not feeling like you're belonging, so you isolate yourself. And then you're not connected to the body. So you'll never be able to accomplish what God has for you. Or there's those of us that have believed the lie that we can just do everything by ourselves and that we don't need anyone else. Yep. And that you almost need yourself as superior. Like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I don't need anyone else. And even that person is still never going to fulfill what God has for them because Mm -hmm. we need each other. But I mean, our world, it didn't come out of nowhere. Our world preaches at us all the time, especially as women in this like, woman empowerment age like I love I love like I I run my own things like I like working hard I also want to like stay home and bake and stuff like I don't think (laughs) their side but I do believe that like the world we live in right now it's very like go get it yourself you don't need anyone else prove that you can do it and you like prove them all wrong yeah 
yeah, you should like work hard and you should do things and nobody will do things except for you for you sometimes. But there is like a humility that this world is lacking. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's kind of the root of both. It's like, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm going to kill my pride. I'm going to continue to, you know, believe that God's going to bring friends in my life. And even if I'm in situations that hurt me, like I'm going to trust that he has something. And even if I get hurt and my pride gets hurt, I'm going to be humble and keep trying so and good. same with the other one. I'm going to be humble. I, I don't know everything. I need other people. Mm-hmm. And so that's probably the other biggest lie that I think we're believing, you know? Yeah, that's such a great point. I feel like especially as women, you know, like you were saying with the whole like women empowerment thing, and I'm all for like women can do it all. They can be hard workers. They can climb the corporate ladder. They can be stay at home moms. I mean, can you do it all at once? Eh, debatable. Something's going to have to budge. You're going to have to sacrifice something. But I think just the underlying theme of for women, and like you were saying, like to just reach out and say, I need help, or like, I am stronger when I'm married to my husband. And that's okay. You know, like, I think there's this lie in culture where it's like postpone marriage, postpone, you know, having kids and settling down with a family, like just be the boss babe that you want to be, you know, climb the corporate ladder and you're going to be fulfilled and happy. And I mean, I kind of want to hear your thoughts on that. Like, do you feel like ultimately that's going to make women happy? I mean, we obviously know the answer is no, you know, <laughs> like, like that is not going to fulfill us. No. And ultimately, like truthfully, I growing up, like, you know how we are, like every girl wants a boyfriend. Like you grow up and you're like, oh, when I get a boyfriend, my life's going to be so good. Right. Yeah. And I remember when I started dating my boyfriend, Austin, I was like, oh my gosh, like everyone says it's not what you think. And I was like, this is so great, but also it doesn't fulfill you at all. And so my answer would be, yeah, we know the answer is no, but your, your answer is also going to be no in marriage or in a relationship. If you're not rooted in Christ, you can climb the corporate ladder. You can marry the hottest guy that you know, your dream, like Ken, whatever you want to call him, (laughs) have the most beautiful children. But if your life's not rooted in Christ, you will never be fulfilled ever, Mm -hmm. ever, you know? you got to be walking in his will for your life. And that looks like sometimes maybe God is calling you. Like, I can't say like, he's not like, maybe God's calling you into the corporate world to make a difference. And maybe like, you're not even supposed to get married. I don't know what God's calling you to do. Or maybe you are supposed to get married. Whatever he's calling you to do is what is going to fulfill you. Yes. So just following that. Yes. And staying rooted in him. I love that point. It's like, whatever you, whatever you're doing, whether it's a stay at home mother, baking sourdough bread, which honestly is the dream. <laughs> or you're like, yeah, that sounds amazing. Or you're working at a fortune 500 company. It's like, you will not be able to survive in either unless you are staying connected to your source, which is truly Jesus and the one and only one. So like mm-hmm. I've had moments in the beginning of social media where I'd post a video and it would blow up and I'd be like, I'm having a good day. Yeah. The next day I'd post something I thought was really good and it would just like completely tank. And I was like, my day sucks. Mm. And it's in those moments you're like, okay, I need to really replace where I'm finding my joy and where my foundation is. You know what I mean? A thousand percent. And I'm guilty of that too, of like, is my happiness and my contentment in my season based on my performance and my success of what I'm putting my hands to? Because if it is, then we will truly always have 
like every day will just suck and never meet like our standard, you know? And like, I'm sure you felt that, like you said, in the beginning of your social media career, even doing these conferences is like when you have like someone like Maverick City or a, a huge speaker sign on, you're like, let's freaking go. Like, this is awesome. But then like, if that's not the everyday, like you have to give yourself the space and grace to just figure it out and and allow the Lord to work through your weaknesses. And not every day is going to be the best day. And like, you're not always going to see progress. And I feel like these are just huge themes that like a lot of women can relate to. Um, so I'm glad that you, you are sharing that. Um, okay. Pivoting to, you mentioned you're in a relationship with your boyfriend, Austin, and I know you've um, shared it online and on your YouTube channel and stuff. And obviously being in a relationship and doing it God's way and being a Christian is so hard, especially when you're under social media influence or social media pressure. So just like candidly speaking, kind of explain like, you know, what are the pressures of that? Like you're, you're trying to honor yourself. I, and also kind of share too the story of waiting to share with the world that you were in a relationship with Austin. What did that look like? Oh man, y'all, everyone has their opinions about how we did this, but I don't care. (laughs) Who cares? (laughs) Like I, when I tell you, you really do like when, just to finish my thought in the beginning, because I yeah. never finished it and I realized this, God really did prepare me before I was on social media to be on it. Um, I had like no followers at all. And he told me to start posting videos like way back in 2018 about yeah. like him and just breaking apart scripture. And um, my gosh, I can't find my do not disturb, guys. I'm sorry. You're good. You're good. <laughs> videos and I would just lose like hundreds of followers every day. And they were like, not like I wasn't on social media. There were people like I grew up with. And so he really just began to like break that like sense of pride in me and just make it all about him. And I had an encounter in Brazil where God really like told me like, it's not about the number. Like I look after the one and that's what I want you to do. Had no idea he was going to call me into social media. And so when he did, he had really gutted me. Yeah. And so it was always easy. Um, there's been moments where it's been hard, you know, because if I, before where I'd lose a hundred followers, I post a video about God now and I lose 20,000 wow. and it's like, dang, but I don't care. Why? Because none of this comes with us when we die. Exactly. Like, this is all pointless. If it's not for God, if it's for my glory, nobody's going to remember me after a certain amount of time when I die. What you do for the kingdom lasts for eternity. So it doesn't matter. Um, But going back to me and Austin's relationship, why I wanted to finish that is because I've been, I've allowed God to gut me of anything that had to do with what others would pressure me to do, what I would feel myself, because I just wanted to be in his will for my life. And so when it came to Austin, like genuinely, when we started social media in 2020, me and Austin were not a thing. Like we didn't even like each other really as people. Like we like had weird beef growing up for no reason. Like yeah. maybe it was God waiting for the right time. I don't really know. <laughs> but um, we started doing videos together and I was like, oh, I just can't live doing videos with Austin. This is crazy. And he felt the same. And then, you know, God just really began to like speak to us through like dreams and visions. And it took a long time just off of the camera to discern what was close proximity and what was convenience and what was actually what God was calling us to do. Because not only were 
we were receiving thousands and thousands of comments saying, oh, we ship you and you guys are perfect together and making collages of us to where you watch it and you're like, we are in love. You know what I mean? Like, not just that, but we literally like, he doesn't live at my house, but he lives next door. So I see him 24 seven. Um, so that was really hard to discern for a long time, especially because I'd never kissed anyone. I'd never been in a relationship before. And I had expected to like meet a guy I didn't know and ask all the easy questions and get to know him like that. But Austin, like I knew everything about him. I knew what I didn't like, what I liked. We grew up together. It wasn't like, it wasn't like this new guy. It was just so different than what I pictured God having for me. Um, And that was a battle that I really had to get over. And so when the Lord told us to step in that direction and we began to do that, it was so weird for us, Mm -hmm. like just weird. And Mm -hmm. for my brother. (laughs) (laughs) Who was in between that, yeah. And I really just didn't want to confuse the voices of the world with what the voice of God was saying. Because mm-hmm. I knew that that could mess up so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so we waited until we were officially like boyfriend and girlfriend, which took forever yeah. <laughs> of me. Like <laughs> I just like to make sure I'm in God's will so much that sometimes I think I stay in a season a little too long, which yes. isn't right, but it's true. And so, yeah, when we came out, we were boyfriend and girlfriend. We didn't want to fake to our followers like, oh, he just asked me. So we kind of like told them straight up like, this is when we started dating and we're going to like kind of take you on how it all happened. And so we kind of relived yeah. it all with them, like just kind of looking back on it with them instead of, oh, I'm going to pretend to do this because it's just not who we are. No. Yeah. And it just wouldn't be authentic. <laughs> like you could tell. Oh, uh, Yeah, that is such a crazy story that he's been in your life. And I think that is like actually more common than you think with women, like girls our age that are like, like for me, I thought I was meeting this guy in Australia. Like I was convinced that my husband was Australian and I'm like, oh, it's yeah. going to be like, I'm out in Australia on a movie set. Like just so stupid, you know, <laughs> like, we just have like all these like preconceived notions and ideas. And like, sometimes it's literally right in front of you or it's just not as complicated as like we make it out to be. And I love that. Like he was in your life all along. And what a funny story that it's like, okay, one day we just looked at each other and you're already best friends. So that makes the foundation of your relationship so sweet. Do you feel like now that you've switched over to dating, you know, did those harder conversations of where you guys see each other, does that come naturally because you guys are both you know, big Christians, you, you know, aren't just dating to date, you're obviously dating with a purpose. So like when it comes to navigating big conversations, you know, how could you encourage women listening to this to like, you know, just continue to hear God's voice, but also to just take the leap of faith and not overthink it? Um, so yeah, I mean, I kind of have a truth serum in me. Yeah. (laughs) So I really, I've never been able to hide the way that I feel just because I, I love communication so much mm-hmm. um, that I just can't help but just speak my mind, hopefully in a loving way. It doesn't always come out like that, but I try my best. <laughs> yeah. So honestly, like my encouragement would be like the biggest blessing that me and Austin have in our relationship is both of our desires to communicate and to never hide anything. Mm-hmm. And that looks like like a lot of times like Austin being a lot more ready than I am. And it's not because I don't want to be. It's just because... 
I take things a little slower or mm-hmm. God speaks to us in different timing and just being able to be vulnerable with the person that you're with and it being okay to not be on the same page, but having like sympathy and empathy for one another when that yeah. does happen is going to be the most important thing. And that's really what it has been for us is bringing up those uncomfortable situations or conversations when you don't want to, but you know, you have to, in order to move forward. And I was actually talking to Mikhail a little bit um, before Ooh. this, but even like going into like this next season, obviously me and Austin, like we started dating this year, but really we've been together for like two years, mm-hmm. which is why I hate like when he says, Allie, happy six months. I'm like, happy three years, boy. What you talking about? <laughs> You're like, we put in the work. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. That sounds like this thing just started. What I was saying was like, obviously like our next steps are coming faster than I even thought that they would, but it's because we do know each other so well. So bringing up those conversations is just really important and just like seeking God's will, like through it yeah. all and like this peace, peace on it's, both sides. Oh my gosh. And I can say too, like, um, someone said this to me years ago and it stuck with me ever since it was like, just let peace be your compass in big decisions. Like peace is what is directing you. It's what's guiding you. You follow it. It's the peace that surpasses all understanding. And you know, God's going to give you the peace when you know it's the right time. But sometimes the peace does come after. If you know, deep down in your heart, you're like, this is the one and I love him. And this is like the next step. Like for me, I knew that with Grayson, I was like, this is the one. I was a little bit more caught up in like the logistics of like, oh my God, we're going to get married fast and then I have to move away. And then what am I going to do with my job? And like, (laughs) like that was not full of peace in my mind, but the peace so came after we got engaged and during my, our whole engagement, it was like, oh my gosh, Lord, like you made this so clear. And so I really do think like for people that are in tune with the Holy Spirit and walking with him like you are and like Austin is, you know, like God just gives you a peace and it's crazy to describe it. And so many people say like, you just have peace. It's like, what the, does that just come overnight? Like what the heck? That is such a good point. Yeah. Seriously, I'm so happy that you brought that up Mm -hmm. because I honestly think that that is one of the biggest problems with Christians and with our world nowadays is we mistake peace for staying in our comfort zone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when God calls you to do something, you are not just going to be like, oh, I am zen. I am at peace with this. You are going to be stressed out. It's stretching yes. you, which is uncomfortable. It's new territory you're not used to. It's going to mm-hmm. require you to step out in faith into what you cannot see. Right. And then yes. he comes and, and he then brings he- that peace. Yes. And like when God is calling you to do a massive leap of faith, whether it's a relationship, taking a job, you know, deciding it's time to have a family, speaking out about your faith. I mean, you name it, whatever it may feel like. If it's scary to you, but you also know God has been with you and has never let you down, he's not going to fail you on the other side of your decision. He's going to bring the faithfulness and the peace that God always does. And so um, just want to encourage you in that. And then also anyone else listening where it's like, if you're in something that like, you know, God's there, but it's just still so scary and envisioning a future is still scary, but you just know God's going to do it. Like take the leap of faith. The peace might come out. The peace will come after, not might. It will. Um, I have a question for you. Oh yeah. I love it. (laughs) So, what are you believing God for right now that is growing you? Ooh, good question, Allie. <laughs> what am I believing God to do that is growing me? Yeah. 
Um, goodness. Like, what is your best? Okay, so this is what I've been learning in my own life, right? This is what I've been asking myself. Yeah. Is I started to realize, like, there were certain, like, pivotal moments in my life that, like, for example, this conference I'll use, like, just as an example. Yeah. When this conference was coming up, I had a deadline. I was like, this is when I need God to show up. So I'm going to give it all that I have until this date, and I'm going to see what he can do, right? And then after it ended, I was like, okay, it's easy for me to get back into a funk Mm -hmm. of just, like, getting distracted and, like, not really seeing him in all the little details because I'm not seeking him as like intentionally. Right. And Mm -hmm. I started to realize, like, I believe when we're walking with Christ, there's always something new that God is calling us to be dependent on him with. Right. Yes. Yes. And so my question for you is what is that? Yes. I love that. You know, I've been in a very like, I would say comfortable is the right word. A very comfortable season where it's like, okay, Lord, like I'm married. Um, you know, we're, obviously wanting a house soon. There's always the next step in a year. We would love to have a bigger family. would love to get pregnant. But right now those aren't all like burning desires of desperation that I'm crying out to God for. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? You know, those like desperate seasons where like, God, <laughs> I need you to come through right yes, now. Yes. Um, I think for me, because I'm in a comfortable season right now, it's like, God, real, just realign my heart to what it is that you have for me because I think I had a lot of like expectations on my own life, not even expectations from other people, just my own expectations of where I would be right now, um, career wise. And thinking that like, like, for example, I always saw myself on Broadway as a dancer, or I saw myself in New York city or in Washington DC and like just this big city live in like crazy job. And that is so not my life right now. Praise you. God. God. <laughs> like, I'm so cool. <laughs> Like I'm there. Yeah, I'm like, I'm very grateful that God protected me from that. But now it's time to just dream bigger dreams of like, God, what is it? You know, like my heart is burning for our generation. And I think I'm just crying out of like, God, what, what is it that like I can do that we can do that? Like, honestly, just makes your name known. I know that sounds so general and so vague, but it's just the truth. It's just like, I I see life right now, and I think I've been feeling this, um, especially since with what happened with Israel, um, is like we're living in times in our generation that like I just want to shake the minds of our generation and be like, wake up. Like, Bro, we ha- I've been saying that. Yeah. Like, we have to live right yes. now with purpose. We have to be awake. We have to know what is happening in the spiritual realm that we cannot see. And this is something that like, literally burns my heart and I don't know why but like recently I've not been getting good sleep I've been waking up at like 2 or 3 a.m and I'm like it's like one of those feelings of like I'm not sleeping well I'm not like I feel a little disturbed in my spirit not because like of something that is like demonic or the enemy but more so feeling like something is coming that we need to be armored up for and something is coming that we need to be prepared for (laughs) No, you're gonna you're gonna get me spinning on my chair because I love this. Up, I have been talking to so many believers about this very thing, and I love when I hear somebody else like you confirm it because we're all one mind, one body, which means That's like honestly confirming it. There is a supernatural urgency, yeah, 
to get up and to share truth and to not care about what anyone says to you, to only care what the word of God says and like show the world what's happening. Yes. Yes. And I literally, I was feeling the same thing. I literally could not sleep. Neither could my friend Maddie, neither could Jenny. Like we've all been like up. Yes. And that's the thing is I really do believe the Lord is like awakening his believers that are in tune with the spirit and are going to know things beyond what we're seeing with our own like naked eye. Because for example, something that's happening with Israel is like biblical prophecy of the end times. Like you oh. don't even know these things, you know, like oh. it's just, it's just time where it's like, we can't just keep living like head in the clouds. Like ignorance is bliss. If I don't know what's going on in the world, then I'm okay. And my bubble's fine. It's like, no, if you love the Lord and you care about his kingdom and you care about Jesus coming back, then like, it's time to get with the program people, you know, like, and so I'm just been feeling that. And I'm so grateful that that's a confirmation for you because that's a confirmation for me. And my mom's been feeling that too. And like, no, Annie's been feeling it. Well, you know, she's always feeling it. <laughs> I love that. But yeah, it, it's crazy. And I think like recently I've just been feeling the word that you've been saying, the urgency of like, holy cow, like if there's any time to know the Bible, it's now. If there's any time to like know scripture and recite it, it's now. Like if there's any time to like link arms with your people and have good community, it's now, yeah. you know? And so... um, I'm just glad that you feel the same way because that is just truly the Lord speaking to his people, truly. Yes. And like, there's such a call. And that's what I like. I love so much, Michaela, about what you're doing. Like, I really like truthfully believe that God is stirring up some incredible things in you. Oh, thanks, I really know. I'm so dead serious right now. I so believe that. And I believe God is like, he's calling believers to stand up for not just the same, like, things that we say all the time. Right. Like, there's too many things that we're all saying that people have heard, and it's all the same, and it's all so surface level. There is some real, like, spiritual warfare, end times, billboards going up that people need to be speaking about because the world is so loud and God's people have been so quiet. And what I love about what you're doing, Michaela, is you are that. Like, the Lord has given you, because you've allowed him, a spirit of just like supernatural, like I believe like strength and authority. And even just you being on this podcast, I don't know if this is something you felt before. I'm just going to say it. But I truthfully believe that like the enemy is going to try to like take you out and like he's not going to. Yeah. (laughs) Every lie that he wants to, to stop you from doing this podcast to stop you from like what God's calling you to do with maybe even brave and beautiful, the dreams he's put in your heart saying, Oh, that was maybe like dreams for that season, but I'm in a new season. Now the Lord is stirring up a ministry in you. And like, you have such a voice and I would just encourage you like shut whatever he comes at you with out. Yeah. And don't even think about it. And I know that's what you're doing, but I just want to tell you that because I have been feeling that so strong about you and to oh. everyone listening, like, you need to keep following this girl. She oh is doing incredible things. You are so sweet. I was not expecting, I'm like tearing up over here. I was not expecting you to pour into me. About that. Like, there yeah. needs to be more people like you doing what you're oh. doing. Well, and seriously, I'm so encouraged by you. And what you said, though, of like, there are topics right now that just need to be 
brought up. And if it starts with us and if we're 25 and 23 or however old you are now, I can't even keep up is like, it's time. It's time to literally talk about it. And, you know, if we get persecution, that's what comes with taking up your cross, you know, is like, we're not, we're not going to die with all these things. We're not going to die with our followers. We're not going to die with the approval of man. All that matters is living for him. So thank you for pouring into me. I was not expecting that. Thank you so much. (laughs) But seriously, I'm, I'm so grateful that God is using you in mighty ways. Um, I, I, we really could talk forever. I mean, this is probably 40 minutes and we're just getting started, but um, I'll wrap it up with this. If there's um, any way that people can further support you, what you're doing with um, Chosen and Free, I know you have a Christmas event coming up, kind yes. of where people can follow your ministry and just who you are going forward. Oh my gosh, this is so fun. No, we yeah. could talk forever. It's been so fun having just to catch up. Um, a note, so Chosen and Free is having an event this December. It's called A Cozy Chosen Christmas. And we're at Calvary Orlando on December 15th. All girls of all ages. It's mostly 17 and up, but we just say bring whoever. All girls of all ages just come. It's going to be a great time of community and just worship and fellowship and celebrating our Savior. It's the best time of the year. Dress in your PJs, like eat cookies. Like that's what I live for right there. Yes, I need to come. If you're like streaming Elf, I'm there. <laughs> like, Love to have you. And then besides that, Daywalker is coming out with their EP. And I have a podcast called Keep It Real mm-hmm. that is on YouTube and all the podcast platforms. And yeah. Amazing. Oh, thank you. Well, definitely you guys, everyone who's listening, please follow her as my dog is shaking in the background. He's ready to go out. Um, but Ali, thank you so much. I mean, above all, like you've been such an amazing friend too. And I mean, we just are so blessing you. Thank you for taking the time to bless me, but I just want to bless you. Like God has given you a platform to truly go there. And I just want to encourage you you like continue to be bold in your faith who cares about what the haters say who cares about the backlash like what god is doing in and through you and your ministry is truly something that is a message that our generation needs and has to hear and it's going back to that urgent call of like there's no greater time than now to get these messages out and to be outspoken and bold brave and beautiful, you know, about our faith. And so anyways, I love you. Thank you so much for being on you guys. Go follow her and we'll hopefully talk soon. Thank you for listening to the Be Brave and Beautiful podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our channel, leave a rating and follow us on Instagram at Be Brave and Beautiful. See you next time.